Welcome to the Movement PT Coffee Cast, where we sit down and talk about physical therapy, health, and whatever else comes to mind during our coffee-infused conversations. Welcome to the PT Coffee Cast. I'm Dalton, and beside me, as always, is my beautifully bearded friend, William. William, what's up? What's up? How are we doing today? Doing pretty, pretty ecstatic. Ecstatic. Why? Why are you so ecstatic today? Oh, I'm just excited. We got a, a certain person here, actually in the flesh. His Ooh. name is uh, Nick Hanna. You may have uh, Nick Hanna. See, yeah, Nick Hanna. Hmm. You may have seen him on uh, Instagram posting about you know some thoughtful pieces mostly around pain science okay yeah why don't we start with our uh, little coffee intro yeah get, let them know let them know yeah we got some coffee here it's a bit of a blend today we have like three different coffees mixed because uh was running out of coffee so it's also like eight o'clock yeah so that's okay we're dedicated to it yeah committed yeah what kind of coffee are you drinking nick uh, I'm drinking the alcoholic variety. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's a Ransack the Universe. Okay. Hemisphere IPA. Oh. Oh. And uh, it's delicious. It's it, a very it good coffee. Work tomorrow, so. That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> so, Nick, why don't you just start off by saying what's up, introing yourself, letting people know a little bit about what, what you're doing right now, where you're practicing stuff like that cool yeah I am I'm a practicing and licensed I believe uh, <laughs> physiotherapist for now yeah that's right uh, I work in London Ontario which is why I'm in the flesh with yes. boys. Um, I uh, graduated about two and a half years ago and uh, I've been working at a an outpatient orthopedic clinic in the city since that time same clinic and now I'm running ship. So You're running. Good. No, okay. Yeah. Making moves. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Doing my best. <laughs> Great. Okay. So, um, so a little bit about our podcast. I don't know. Uh, we're we're basically just trying to talk to some practicing physical therapists right now, get a good perspective of what's actually going on in the physical therapy world in comparison to what we're learning in school and what's going on um, or what's known to the public. Uh, so. When you hear the word like physical therapy, what does that mean to you and, and how would you kind of describe that? Physical therapy, I think we are um, health professionals that come from you know, many different backgrounds and I think are at the soul of what we are trying to do or what we should be trying to do as clinicians um, is help guide behavior change you know, more than anything. Um, and that takes many shapes and forms and more importantly, uh, or most importantly, I should say it, it's not dictated by us. It's, it's dictated by the people that we see and we are trying to facilitate and guide these people to whatever they want, whatever their goals are. And, uh, you know, we would be best if we just left our own egos and our own, um, thoughts and, and opinions at the door and remember that we're treating people and people come first. Wow. 
Let's yeah. How's that for a step? That, that was like, I think we can. Yeah, let's, they, good coffee. Though. Yeah, let's just let's end it right there. Mic job done. Over. <laughs> Over with. No, yeah, I think you commented on like a couple things like the guiding and facil- facilitating. Like those are words that you're using on purpose, like as opposed to maybe the idea that things can just be fixed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just the wrong mindset from the get go. If that's your approach, if you're a uh, if you're a clinician who's trying to do something to a person, um, you'll fail. You will. Like it, it, it just, you won't get anywhere. Um, and I feel like part of the beauty and, and what will keep you guys fired up about your jobs when you get there is, is that because people are so different and if you really kind of dig deep enough and get them to uh, decide what they want, then everything you do with everybody you see depending on, you may see very similar issues, but the approach and, and the path you guys take is going to be very different. And it yeah. keeps it keeps things really fresh on a day-to-day basis yeah. and it should keep you fired up. Yeah, keeps you from like, getting into that same routine over and over, yeah. getting kind of caught up in that mundane work. And if, man, yeah, if, if there are, if you're cookie-cutting or, I mean, good luck to you. Yeah. You will, the end is near for those people. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's over before you start if, if you're trying to approach just from, from a, yeah, like just the same old, the same, same old, old approach It's like garbage in, garbage yeah. out, right? It just doesn't work. And I thought something that was interesting, like we had talked, we had met up with you before and talked, um, and you had mentioned that you kind of changed the way that you practiced. Um, you kind of, you, I don't, I don't really remember specifically if you said like you used to treat that way or kind of got caught up in that style of things and then I know you have kind of evolved what what was it that like made you kind of you know look somewhere else or change the way that you approached physical therapy that's a good question man I mean at the center of that big shift for me was um you know I you, you take a hard look in the mirror sometimes and you think you know what it's not about me and that that thought process just totally flipped 90 yeah. degrees or 180 degrees. I'm not good at math. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, man. Yeah, 90 degrees is going to happen. Oh, yeah. That, it's not about... It's not about... Um, yeah, it's not about what we do. It's about um, the person in front of you and... <laughs> That's the first time I heard the budgie. Yeah, yeah he's, he's chiming yeah. in. He, I, uh, I do have a bird. Just <laughs> if you got, if you hear any chirping, it's just the bird. Um, so yeah, I think uh, when you take uh, when you take a look at things that way, that you make things always about the person in front of you, then yeah, it just you really try and dig deeper about like what what is it that this person really wants. Um, what can I do um, to facilitate what they want? What can I bring to the table based on what I know and what I've learned? And yeah, then it becomes not so much an operative uh, approach to anything. Right. It's very like interactional and co-creative. It's a relationship and, between and, you and them. Yeah, yeah like shared the, the, like responsibility of like. Absolutely, and yeah, there's there's onus on both parts, right? Yeah. Like, and and when you, if you get buy-in, and I'm telling you, if you if you guys are genuine about like, re- 
really helping a person like people know that stuff and you take an interest in them like then it's magical right because they're gonna screw up just as much as you're gonna screw up right and that's just part of being human and, mm -hmm. and working yeah. with other human beings but when you guys both are succeeding is when you both deliver and so yeah it's this co-creative approach to, to healthcare that I think yeah um, we so like everybody just need, so desperately needs um, I think it yeah I, I think that's a it's definitely like a, a good point and I think it I feel like I don't know you could probably talk about it more but like you feel like it kind of takes a little bit of pressure off you and like instead of being this person that someone comes to and expects you to be able to diagnose them put like pick this out about them and then come up with a plan and fix them and take their pain completely away like knowing that you guys are working together and that not like you're not going to just fix this person you're going to facilitate and help you know empower them to take control and that like if you do maybe you know make a little bit of a mistake or you know something that doesn't work out for them it's not just it's not so much riding on this fact that you need to fix them mm -hmm. no you're no you nailed it man like it it not only takes uh pressure away from you which uh is important in any health profession I think um, but it's uh, yeah like it, it just it helps you refocus on what is most important I think more than anything and again like back to that whole like we shouldn't be ego ego driven in what we do and I think if uh, if the pressure's off us then we can better deliver yeah. like if, yeah. if uh, and it's then it's okay to it's okay to make mistakes, right? As long as you learn from them and, and not only like you professionally, but you learn uh, together as a therapeutic alliance that, okay, this didn't work. Yeah. Right. Um, back to the drawing board. Like, are you in this or are you not? What's working, what's not? Right. That sort of thing, right? right. But yeah, you nailed it. Sure. You shouldn't put that pressure on yourself. For no. sure. Right? You're gonna, you yeah. will burn out and if, if, it's very directive your approach like yeah like this is what we're gonna do I'm gonna do this to you and you should expect this outcome if you don't get that outcome you're in trouble right yeah. then then it is all on you right whereas like it doesn't even make sense like you, you shouldn't you shouldn't approach it that way like think about the percentage of a week that this person is in front of you right yeah it's never it's never wholly your fault ever and it never will be. So right. you need to use your tools and uh, like all the educational capacity and, and guidance that you can to make sure that when they're not with you, they're delivering, right? Right, and that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's like that empowering yeah. piece, right? I think like you probably get like, I'm just curious because you probably get people who are more ready for that share responsibility versus maybe someone who comes in and they're really looking for like a fix, a quick fix. Um, how do you, how do you at least try to handle that when it happens? Yeah, it's. A, I mean, there are always going to be people like that, or if they've had something previously done that you know maybe isn't um, you know best practice or evidence based or or what have you, right? And there's always going to be give and take. Right, so um, I think it's not the end of the world if you approach those people 
with, I don't know, let's use an example. Um, like somebody I had in the clinic today, they've had an ultrasound in the past. It worked wonders, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in those circumstances, all right, yeah, we're going to do ultrasound today. Right. <laughs> but if, yeah, I laugh just because it's so crazy, man. Um, <laughs> but if you, the underlying uh, sort of goal behind that should be to eventually sort of pick away at um, or start to question why that may have been successful in the past. Right. And you know what? Like, it's very much dependent on the person. And in the beginning, if you've been, if you've only met them one time and they don't really have the trust yet, then Mm -hmm. give them what they want. Right. Mm -hmm. With the intention that ongoing, like, yeah, we're going to start to strip away, um, why you think this is helpful. Right. Why maybe it helped in the past. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so I guess these people aren't necessarily not ready for, for yeah. the whole like co-creation, like you right. got this, I'm going to empower you, this is amazing. It's a bit of a you're timing right, part there, right? You're right, yeah. yeah. And so, I hate saying it depends, but it's so much is the case with so many people that you'll see, like, but it's better to just give them what they want in those circumstances, mm-hmm. I think, before yeah. you're starting to, you know, be too, a little bit too clashy. Yeah. With, with what they think. yeah, I think I've heard someone say this before, I don't know, but like kind of like, you know, meeting the patient where they are, mm-hmm. what where they are, like what they think, understanding that, making them understand that you're there with them, and then helping them to help to take them where they want to go. And like then that's when you're kind of starting to, you know, maybe implement like some take away some of those like beliefs that they have and, and reinforce like what's really going on and then start to make that like relationship with them is that kind of something that is that kind of what you're like yeah, saying like absolutely. that's it's like kind of along those lines it's like give the kid their candy if like promise them their candy if they eat their vegetables right, right? <laughs> you want to put it on yeah. no it makes yeah it's, that's great yeah i hate uh, i don't look at my clients <laughs> like, disclaimer but like, it's just it's kind of what it boils down to right yeah um yeah if they're not ready for the full blown hey, like, we're going to work together and, and they're expecting, like, no, no, in the past I've had this, let's do this, then fine, we're going to do that with the intention that that's going to lead to the better thing. Right. The next thing. Yeah. right. Cool. So in terms of, uh, like, where you think we need to go as a profession, um, like, what what's the next move? You know, you talk about making moves all the time. What's what's the next what's the next move for physical therapy? Where do you think we need to go with the profession, in your in your terms, or in your thoughts? Sorry, it's not even. I would go beyond our profession, right? Because mm-hmm. there are so many problems that, like, we live in a dynamic, very integrative and multidisciplinary healthcare system. Right. right? I mean, so the the same problems I want to fix in home are the same problems that are underlying our entire system and in all westernized westernized medicine for that matter um and it's just the like we need a common narrative um in regards to explaining pain and it's so disorganized and it's so it's so baddie out there it is it is absolutely 
like you guys are gonna see how like incredibly frustrating it is to get a referral <laughs> from some even from like uh, uh, I shouldn't I don't want to pick on family medicine but anybody anybody in another profession or even our own professions who hold like very strong simple biomedical beliefs mm -hmm. like it's over like we need to just get beyond that and find like a common narrative and understand that pain is very complex and just because somebody has something show up on an image great um, that's one factor it may or may not be related to something and and so really like I, I get kind of harped on because yeah Nick you're all pain science like <laughs> and, and but it it is what I think at the core everybody needs to get common for sure about if we can even begin to have like a really wholesome and and you know best uh, practice multidisciplinary approach to pain yeah we've mm -hmm. got to be speaking the same language yeah that's because funny. we're not we're not by a long shot yeah and it's it it trickles down and it trickles down and you guys are gonna find that like you're just a physiotherapist, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in the in the grand scheme of our healthcare system, like we're we're sitting we're sitting pretty pretty low, right? Right. right. From a societal perspective, like yeah. And and so, how do we change that, right? Like, where do we start? Do we do we go to like? Uh, Practitioners who've been around and doctors and physicians and chiros and everybody who've been around Figured for years out. and years and like do we go to these people and say like I don't know if you have it wholly right um, I don't think that's the best approach and so I mean part of part of like why I, I do what I do on social media isn't just for clinicians and other professionals, right? It's so the general public can see like, oh wait, like maybe there's more to this, yeah. right? Yeah. And so like, maybe like that's the approach. Maybe we need to go right to the public and say, for sure, yeah. you know, this, I know this is what you heard and I know like this is what you're thinking, but it may not be the whole answer. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's a crazy thing, man. Yeah. So, Again, that was a long... No, that was... It, you can I tell... Like, you can tell it's something you're pretty... You're very passionate about. And I think it's a conversation me and Will, like, have daily on terms of, like, what do we need to do? Like, the, the pain thing is so, like... It's it's complex, right? Like, as you said. But I think, like, as a profession, like, we can take a stronghold on that specific thing right now and start educating, start getting those words out there like you're, you're doing. If we all band together and kind of take the onus on us to get that out to the public and then hopefully, you know, it gets to the higher levels. You know, we, we, we need to make it known to people that we understand those side of things and that we can help mm -hmm. in that way. And like maybe that's, you know, where we have to go to make it more, make us, you know, more relevant than what, what, how we already are and, and you know make a real true change on a medical system that quite frankly is broken yeah. in well, many ways right if so man, like sign me up yeah like, I would be <laughs> I would be well I think you're that charge. I like, think you're I, doing it already like you know in terms of like you said it yourself like your page I mean people can give you a hard time about you know yeah. never posting anything else other than pain science but we need yeah. we need people 
like you to make that push, right? Like, and you're doing it in a way that I think is special because you're doing it in a way where it's, it's fun. Mm -hmm. It's educational. It's thought provoking to other clinicians. And, Mm -hmm. and it's like so well done that people can't ignore it. Like you can't, you can't ignore it. Thanks man. Appreciate that. No, uh, (laughs) I agree. Like part of what I'm doing, it's, it's very, it's very small though at the moment. And like, I, I don't, I don't like overestimate any sort of influence that I'm having or trying to have. But yeah, if we just get, if I get one person, one person thinking differently, mm-hmm. uh, be it a clinician or a person who's having pain, mm-hmm. then good. Well, then, yeah, you've already done the, it, right? Then we're in the exactly. right. Yeah. There's the, like we're sitting. True. The only reason why we're sitting here, if you want to use it as an example, like the only reason we're sitting here and have a conversation with you is because. Like we stumbled across your Instagram page yeah. and was like, whoa, like this is interesting. Like what is this guy talking about? Putting images of pancakes and glued amnesia up on Instagram. And then we just reach, we reach, we reach out to you. And then in like, in like, here we are. Right. And honestly, like, like you changed our thought process. You, you, you made us go outside of what we were learning in school and like learn more of like a different approach. And it's kind of changed, you know, like the way that we think and made us look into other people that are, you know, thinking the same way as you and led to more information. And like it, you're having an impact, like even though it's a small, like you think it's small right now, cause, mm-hmm. but it's, I think it's more powerful than you think. Maybe you could talk about your, uh, your, I don't know what you call it, like mantra, slogan, chat, like challenge everything. You know, yeah, making yeah. moves like that. Like, what? What does that mean? What, to you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I've never been asked that. That's funny. Um, well, when it, like, what you mean when I say like, don't sit still, make moves? Yeah, you're yeah. like, I think you say challenge. Yeah, like you want to challenge everything, right? Like, don't just take things for face value, kind of thing. The provocateur, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I, yeah, I. I it's, that's a funny question. I, I originally made that like a little slogan just because it can apply to many things. Yeah. Yo, it's good branding. It's good branding. We kind of slid under that too. The movement, you know. Yeah. Uh, But I think as it relates to what we were just saying, um, yeah, this, this, the idea of not being still is, is, man, just not being complacent. Don't Mm -hmm. ever be set in your ways. Like things are gonna change, they're they're always gonna evolve, and you can't ever fall like into just thinking you got it, right? Especially with something as as complex as pain. And I love the un- uncertainty about that. Like it should excite. Yeah, agree. It should excite. Yeah, like, you as, as as clinicians and as a health profession, like you should be excited about it yeah. because there's so many different avenues you can take to help a person, oh, right? And so that's where that comes from, and then make moves. <laughs> uh, it sounds uh, cool. Yeah, like I mean, that, that's it's so I can eventually do uh, exercise videos and show yeah. Teddy will see that I actually do exercise. Yeah, oh, oh, uh, yeah. So we got we got to get <laughs> make moves is just like man, just keep doing your thing, like keep keep pushing in the face of all this. Um, just biomedical garbage, just, which I shouldn't call it garbage, <laughs> but in the face of that, I, I think you should just always, 
you know, be looking to move forward and, yeah. and keep stripping away yeah. the details and the and the yeah the complexity of things. Being like skeptic, having skepticism yeah. is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And like, yeah. I feel like you know they talk about us always being like continual learners, and like that's something that surrounds our profession mm-hmm. in like a a great way. It's like we really, I think we like to talk about it a lot, but I think like we really like we gotta stay true to what we say you know what i mean like mm-hmm. we gotta keep keep moving forward and when like new things come out like we yeah. we gotta take hold of them and not we can't ignore it you know even though it's different from what was done before and maybe it's completely challenging that like mm-hmm. we have to you know well, we're in tr- you're in trouble if you stop right? yeah like you're i mean there's gonna be a, a fired up kinesiologist who yeah. is, is learning and, and and gunning for for your your place and your uh, or like a, a personal trainer and if we stop and if we are complacent now then we're as a profession we are we're just going to get left behind yeah and, and we are so well positioned to take yes. on like just the, the leadership and and pave the way for how to manage uh, complex pain presentations mm-hmm. that don't require uh, anything beyond conservative management. I should make that point, right? Yeah. There's always a time and place for, again, biomedical involvement. There's always a time and place, but we are we are just so well positioned to just, yeah, do work. And yeah. Moves. Yeah. You yeah. talked, like, before when we were just talking, before we started the podcast, you brought up a really good point about, like, kind of, like, extra courses, post-grad courses, like, what do you think, like, just from a student perspective, like, what are some core things they should maybe focus on before they uh, kind of enter that? Even if it's not a course, like, yeah. we're, 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 like, you know, there's so much, like, we get it, we get pounded every day with, like, new con ed and stuff, so, like, you know. I mean, before you, I guess before you want to approach any continuing education, like, you need to really be firm in, in your understanding of... How, like, well, let's pick on manual therapy. Screw it. Um, how is this having an influence, right? And um, so, if you understand that what you're being taught may not necessarily apply in like a biopsychosocial model, um, and I, I like, I was just talking about this. Like, if you're, if you do a manual therapy technique. Let's say it, it's you successfully reduce somebody's pain. Was it was it the uh, was it the technique itself? Mm-hmm. Was it just this person being interacting with a healthcare professional and having some sort of expectation that we have a knowledge and we're going to help this person and they're going to feel better? Mm-hmm. Was it the context of the situation? Uh, was it something you said while you're doing the technique? Right. And you will never know, and you can never know, that it was just a reduction in what would traditionally would have been taught, which is like a reduction in nociception, right? Right. So, I, I, I just think people need to really have their blueprint down. Um, I'm biased, and I think that has to be uh, like a, a pain science approach and a biopsychosocial model, and then you can do whatever the hell you want, yeah. right? Because then whenever you're doing a course or 
anything for that matter, you can pick and choose. Mm -hmm. Like there's going to be good from every course you take and it's not necessarily going to, you're not necessarily going to apply it as it's taught, but um, take the good from it and everything's going to work on somebody. Right. right? Yeah. So, so that's the tricky bit, right? Yeah. Every, everything literally will work on somebody. Yeah. Um, Human variability. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. so take the good and then apply it under your blueprint that makes sense yeah. on, in front of a complex person. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. Like people are, people are, have crazy stories. Like you're yeah. going to meet some insanely <laughs> awesome people yeah. and you have to understand that they, as a complex walking ecosystem that's influenced by biological, psychological, and social factors. Always um, too, right? Always. always. Yeah, yeah you can't, always. Yeah. You can't separate them. Yeah. yeah, in everything you do, everything you say, right? Like, yeah. gosh, I can't. I, these people who exist in silos thinking that they're separate is crazy yeah. to me. It is yeah. really um, weird. But uh, yeah, so have a have a good blueprint and then do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome because I think me and Will have had this conversation again before because we're in the midst of it right now, and I think we've. I mean, I'll speak for myself, but Will can like agree or chime in. But we've kind of. I think my approach personally is like you know building up those core values of education, um, using exercise as a means to empower, empowering people. And then applying all that via the biopsychosocial approach. And those are like the core values of what I want to develop. And then everything else is on top of it. Like like you're saying, you want to use manual therapy? Great. You want to use rock tape? Great. You want to yeah. use whatever else you want to use. But I feel like I feel like sometimes we get like taught that it's the other way around. Yeah. And I think that is where when I felt like once I figured that out for myself, it was a lot easier for me to be like, okay, you know what? Maybe I don't need to take this con ed course right now or this con ed course right now. I can focus on, you know, building up my ability to communicate. I can build up my confidence in my knowledge around pain. I can build up those things, my exercise prescription. Yeah. And then once I master that, then the other things that are going to take time to develop, like your manual skills, then they come in. And I can just use those on top, right? Like, well, does that make sense? Yeah. Here's another way to think about it, man. Okay? So, what do you think your patient cares about? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, when you, when you, or, you know, like, maybe some patients care about getting manual therapy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, here's, here's a, I, get, I know where you're going. Let me pose this question. Like, what's, what's the first thing you do with somebody that you'll meet walking through your door? awkwardly smile and then yeah, like it's social <laughs> Hello? yeah You're social first yeah right yeah so consent actually consent for for, for all the physical <laughs> therapy students out there consent for shaking your hand you're gonna start shaking hands and just, shoulders just wait till like pass the the national exam and then we can start talking about that <laughs> the first thing you do is and even before you even say a word to this person uh it depends, depending on the clinic you're in. My clinic's kind of small. So they'll see you, right? And so you're going to, you, you better be paying particular attention to your nonverbals, even how you're interacting yeah. with other people. That will have an impression on this person. So, I mean, if you want to, like, I'm biased, but I think you should master, like, just how you, how you interact and deal mm -hmm. with people, man. 
Yeah. That's what they care about. Yeah. They really just want somebody to listen and, For sure. and care about them. For sure. And it sounds cheesy. Right? No, it's, no, it's powerful it, stuff. It's just, yeah. it, it's the way it is. Yeah. Right? posted that, uh, the love principles from, like, like the light switch. Yeah, like, yeah, that really call. fits into, like, all your whole, like, especially your initial assessment. Like, it's a good book. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like 75 percent of the way through it actually. <laughs> nice. I checked it out. I was like, "It's a crazy book." I want to make sure I'm not like stroking my beard weirdly, like <laughs> as you as we talk yeah, about like, it. It's like an, yeah, an FBI <laughs> agent's approach to like getting people to like to yeah. like you. Yeah. yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. And Just I get, go on FBI your patients, man. <laughs> sounds a little like it, it's weird when I try to explain the book because it sounds a little manipulative, but I don't think it is like. You're trying to just demonstrate the empathy that yeah. you actually have. Like it's not like you're, yeah. you're trying to trick them into. No, you're <laughs> genuine. Yeah, you're exactly. Genuine, right? Yeah. And use FBI tactics in the background. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, we kind of have another question in terms of like we get this this brought up a lot, like stepping out of our scope, and you know with this whole. But like a, stepping into the psychology realm of things like what what's your thoughts on that and like do you think maybe that's something we need to you know try to adopt or like how, do you do you know what I'm kind of yeah, getting at yeah. there like only if you think that uh, a person's unique pain experience is is being primarily driven by like psychological factors yeah then you step back right so right. in any other circumstance, like most most of the time how this manifests in practice is you're just taking an appreciation of those things. Right. Right. And you need to make sure that that person knows that it can influence what they feel and that sometimes in our realm, negativity and, and uh, thought processes and uh, those and you know, catastrophization, all those kinds of elements do have uh, a a profound sometimes effect on outcomes and prognosis and what they feel. And so you are not beyond your scope as far as I'm concerned. If you are treating a person in pain and trying to help a person in pain, making them aware of that. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. Right. Right. I'm not... I'm not laying this person down and just chatting with them. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. no. I You're not, like, Nick? I thought that's all you did. I thought you just yeah. talked people out of out of their pain. That's true. I whisper. Right, and whisper, I, yeah. And I, give them, and I give them hugs. <laughs> and, uh, no, so, you'll know if, if there is, if there is a, a really profound influence from a psychological perspective mm-hmm. or socially, mm-hmm. and then just... Then you gotta have a good network, dude. Yeah. And and you gotta know, create a, a web of people that you trust and have good communication with. And then you say, look at, and you just be honest, right? And you're not trying to be confrontational. You just say, say like, I think you could really benefit from this, and you need to take care of some things first before I can be of help to you. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, it's and if you're but if you're just pointing out how those can be like social yeah, right. influences can be involved yeah you're not out of your scope yeah not, not at all yeah like the whole like would you like to hear about how yeah. this may be impacting yeah. like things like oh yeah like it's it's the best way if 
people don't care. You just, you just go yeah, on, exactly. just go on with it, and then you kind of find, put, maybe find that entry point somewhere yeah. down the line. And if not, yeah. you just go on sure with your plane, and you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a which, really good point. Here. Which can kind of lead into the next thing that we need to talk about okay. is now. is the video <laughs> that you made <laughs> that has gone viral. First of all, I was in class, and I, I, uh, my hear, I wear hearing aids, and that my Bluetooth was on, and I didn't realize, and I clicked it. So I heard like what you were saying in the video, and I was losing it because of how Canadian it was. Yeah, yeah, I, threw, yeah. I threw in some hardcore Canadian sweat. It was hilarious. And, uh, I threw so a good. couple of you knows in there. You know, oh, you know. And uh, it looks know, like your I'm, core's weak. I'm yeah, happy. your core's probably weak. I'm happy you guys kind of, oh yeah, I'm happy you guys picked up on that. I was trying to be very rural, Ontario. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, and, and it went, it went pretty good. Like I felt like I couldn't scroll through my Instagram feed without seeing it. So like, what was like, that's probably something you had what planned out maybe had, had in the, like, or for just, months, yeah. So what, so what was the, uh, the motivation behind putting that, that one out in that way? Because it's not like you haven't talked about that before mm-hmm. in your post, right? Like, mm-hmm. is, is it just like that? It was like the impactful way, you, you know, wanted. yeah, just, just. Way more powerful in uh, in how it was uh, directed and shot, and um, I just think it, it's so much. There's a li- little more grasp to it if uh, if you can just see somebody saying it, and yeah. and I know there are probably thousands of clinicians that saw that video and were like, shit, you know, like I I've said those things, and which may or may not have been. Uh, completely untrue maybe I mean but you just need to in I think in uh, in the context of treating somebody with pain if you make sure that there's nothing crazy going on just be everything uh, make, make everything uh, positive and so yeah. I mean the inspiration line and not I just wanted to to get uh, I just wanted to get uh, the message out very simply that you need to really be critical of what you're mm-hmm. saying to yeah, people. For sure. And honestly, I took it from, I wanted it shot like an old, old Nike commercial. Okay. You guys remember? No, yeah. You guys I, remember oh, the dude funny. in, the, in the, the wheelchair playing basketball? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that one. That's how I, that was like the, uh, that was the, the that was the mindset. Switch back to the, oh, it was yeah, great. You, was you nailed it, man. Like it was like, it was on point and then you ended with that, that song and it's just everything was just like it definitely had an impact to it and I think like yeah. that was seen through you know how many people shared it the comments like I was scrolling yeah. through it like every you know like a lot of people on Instagram that are tr- doing the same thing that you're doing were loved it and yeah. I think that just goes to show you too like there's that's positive right like people mm-hmm. are appreciating that and you know seeing value in that and I know yeah like, no I, I was I was pretty blown away with how uh how much it was shared and how how positive the response was yeah and yeah if if i changed just a few people right then yeah. i've done my job that's what all i wanted to do it was pretty cool it was cool yeah so i wanted to like get some of uh like just for you know like other students or like physios who might be listening and kind of wondering like what kinds of things you use in a clinic uh like i wanted to ask you about some like pain science based techniques 
and uh, maybe if you could comment on how you use them. Are you game? Sure, man. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by pain science-based techniques. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Literally yeah. everything you do for yeah, sure. from, from the, I don't know, like just tapping somebody on the shoulder for sure. to for sure. uh, getting them to do a deadlift <laughs> to telling them how awesome they are yeah. is, is a pain science approach, I, right? I guess I mean more like uh, techniques maybe people may not have been exposed to. Gosh, man. Like uh, I what have you, some listed out. What do you think I, I, I do? Comment. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like graded exposure. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so graded exposure... Yeah, let's talk about graded exposure. Mm-hmm. I think um, I don't. It's not an approach that everyone needs, mm-hmm. right? But I think if somebody walks through my door who's you know had pain for a few years and it's uh, what I believe to be kind of a centrally mediated mechanism by this point, and they are sensitized, so to speak, then I educate them. You know what we're seeing today may or may not be related to uh, changes in your nervous system. It's just meaning that it's getting better at protecting you. And so the only way to sort of convince said nervous system to not protect you so much is to slowly but surely push the envelope uh, and let things adapt, but in ways that are very non-threatening. And so mm-hmm. what, I, what I will typically describe is oh it's it's so context dependent but uh, yeah. just in general we're gonna do uh, something that maybe you aren't doing now or something that you haven't been doing because of your pain and you let your patient decide that you set sort of reasonable boundaries about you know what they can tolerate and what they should look to do and again this is all delivered in a context that pain is not hurting you pain is not necessarily damage, damaging you and they have to understand that to do so. Mm-hmm. So you set parameters and you say, listen, you're gonna do this um, and no more and this is how we're gonna expect you to respond and we're gonna try and push the envelope or tickle the dragon's tail, right? Or poke, <laughs> poke the, the bear, bear right? yeah. Yeah, every, and you set like a goal, like maybe every week we're going to increase in this capacity and our goal is to do either the, do more of the activity with either the same amount of intensity of say pain or, or discomfort or irritability or a little bit less and then we just slowly improve that in a mm-hmm. segmented fashion um, yeah. over time. Nice. Yeah, I think that was awesome. a little bit busy when I was telling you guys that but yeah. I think what I like about that though is like it's very it's very like patient focused activity focused in like and yeah. empowering them to you know take those gradual steps to maybe going against something that they're fearful of or mm-hmm. something that's causing them pain that they originally think is is hurting them but it's not necessarily hurting them and kind of like it helping them understand that I think that that's yeah. really like at the heart of it it's patient focused and I think that's yeah. what's like really powerful about that along the lines of like other stuff that, yeah. that you use and like I guess if you want to categorize it as a pain science approach like whatever you want to yeah. it's not <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah no but it's just good rehab no um, yeah right and, it, and sure. I think and it's yeah. funny because we say like we say it that way 
but it, we yeah. shouldn't be saying it that way. Yeah. And like, it. I mean, I know this has been said before, but it's like it should be the air that we breathe. Like it should be. We should just do it. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be like, right, oh, yeah. I'm gonna do this pain science thing. It just should yeah. be. It is part of yeah. rehab, and I think that's uh, something that needs to, you know. But it's the same. Like it's not like that's. It's really important that because it, it's not a pain science thing. No. Like what would you do with the tendinopathy? Right? It's Progressive, yeah, right. Progressively loaded. Right. What do you do? Not what do you do with? What do you do with everything? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What do you do with any? Like, what is a goal? Right. It's, okay, we're here. There's the end stage. Right. The end stage is progressive. Right. From where you're at. So, it's it's always sort of disguised mm-hmm. gradient exposure. Yeah. That's all sure. you do. Yeah. You're, you're always doing that thing. Yeah. So, it's. I mean, holy shit! If if you wanted to deadlift 500 pounds. Exposure. Yeah. Great exposure. It's everything. Right? It's a, if, you just... if, if you want to get, uh, yeah, if you want a hypertrophy muscle, great exposure. Yeah. If you want to, man, like step outside the physiotherapy realm, step outside health sciences. If you want to become a master mathematician, right? Yeah. What do you do? Self development. You want yeah, to like, make yourself like, better. You gradually yeah, expose yourself not... to new information. Yeah, it's very. Yeah. It's not. It's not as crazy. It's, it's not just, some crazy thing, right? What like, does it boil down to? It's how your nervous system adapts, right? You need to stress it, let it, let it recover, let it adapt, then stress it further. Mm-hmm. That's, it. Yeah. Rehab. that's rehab. That is rehab. And it's it all like everything. a balance of like every stress, right? And that's yeah. kind of what the biopsychosocial model is. Is yeah. and it may be like mostly no susceptibly driven in, in certain totally. cases right but it those other things still factor into the overall yeah. load on this person right yeah well decrease those other factors exactly. and then you can then you can push the no susceptive you know input just that mm. little bit more exactly right? right you get that like cup analogy right yeah, like, yeah. That, like whole like uh you yeah. build the cup up or right. you know, take Gym. some things out yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah so there you go like it's it's not it's not different it's not unique and it's not special. Like we should, yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't be talking about it that way. But yeah. uh, I mean, it gets framed that way, and that's fine. Yeah, and these people are talking about it, right? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but for sure. It's legit everything you do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's life. <laughs> so we're kind of getting kind of getting a little bit deep into time here. So we'll kind of you know wrap things up. One of the final questions we want to start asking people uh, that we have on is. If you could go back, so go back to that time when you're walking across the stage, graduating Western PT, and you're getting your degree, and you could go back to yourself and, and you know, t- give yourself one piece of advice, whether it be career advice, life advice, you know, something that you'd want to know stepping out into, quote unquote, the real world. What, what would that be? What would you say to yourself? And that's a deep question. It doesn't deep. have to be deep. It could just deep, be like nothing. Deep for the coffee cash. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of coffee, so we're, <laughs> we're pretty I mean, hyper at this point. I just think, uh, what would I tell myself? Um, the the same thing I keep telling myself every day. I think, which is, uh, don't be satisfied and don't think that you ever know something mm-hmm. uh, wholly or entirely. Because as soon as you adopt that mindset, then you're you're satisfied, you're complacent, and you stop. And that's the exact opposite of what physiotherapy needs, what healthcare needs, and what people in pain need when you're delivering care to them. So, yeah, just keep going, keep learning, and keep questioning uh, 
you think you know because it's the exact type of mindset and approach that you that you need to adopt to improve and, and get better. There it is. Wicked. Awesome, man. That's a great way to uh, to wrap things up. Did you want to uh, give let everyone know where they can find you if they don't if you're not already following Nick? You know where where can they find you? Sure. I uh, I have two sort of main social media platforms. Instagram being the main one where you can follow me at Hannah Moves, Hannah being H-A-N-N-A-H, Moves, all one word. Uh, and it's the same thing on Facebook. I, uh, I'm on Twitter at Hannah underscore Moves, but I'm, uh, I just use Twitter like a leech. I just go in and take the information I want, and then I leave. Uh, cool. Nice. Yeah. That's it. Beauty. That's it for me. Please go give Nick a follow. If you're a student listening, if you're a physio listening, if you're the public listening and you haven't or haven't heard of Nick or not following him currently, go give him a follow. He's putting out great content. If you guys <laughs> if you guys want to follow us, we're uh, at the MVMTPTs uh, on Instagram, Facebook, um, and Twitter now. So please go give us a follow on Twitter. We have like four followers. We need some more. We're going to try to distribute that fifth one. Nick, get, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> we're, uh, we're going to dis- we're going to try getting the podcast information out via the Twitter. Um, what else? Uh, iTunes, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, leave a review. Five star would be great. And uh, a comment. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like, what you want to change. Uh, we're here for you guys and we want to keep getting information out. Will, anything? Nope, that was great. Just thanks so much, Nick, for coming on. Yeah, we really appreciate it, man. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Great. <laughs> All right, peace, guys.